As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need any no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what? Though I wasn't. But what I was going to say is, so may, maybe I, after I just told you, there's a hook. There's no hook. There's a, there's a there's a hook. You know, I I think I said it earlier on the last one. I did with you guys. You know, I I got a story for almost everything. You know, because I just been on. I was on the street for almost thirty years, so I got a story for everything. So if if you got a subject, send it to From the Shadows podcast, and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah, yeah. And for the, I guess for those new listeners, the Howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security. 
and and probably a lifetime of just being an all around funny dude. So redneck uh, man, redneck. redneck. There you go, redneck. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give this little segment a chance and go check out the holler and uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in. You know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media, so so if you really, really want to say some good stuff about him, we'll share it with him. If you say some bad stuff about him, don't waste your time. He won't ever hear it. We'll, he's kind of fragile, so we won't let him. So with that, thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. So, Howard, you're you're telling me that you got into an accident last week? Yeah, well, that's what? What, that, that that's uh, that's cramped this week's Howard because hey, I'm driving up the street in a nice quaint neighborhood, kind of not too far from my grandma's old house. My grandma's passed on, but and you know when you're driving up those streets where you kind of grew up and rode your bicycle, you're looking around these old, you know, houses and kind of remembering how stuff was going and that sort of thing. Yeah, we live it. We live in the younger days, man. Yeah. So I, there was. I, I, I'm looking up, and there was some older people getting out of a minivan. So I was going about 15, 20 miles an hour, maybe. Well, I don't even. Not very fast at all. But I got in the middle of the street because these people are getting out of this minivan, and they're obviously they're more worried about their footing than oncoming traffic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And when I was a kid, all the, I'm on the main street. All the intersections were stop signs when I was a kid. So, out of nowhere, boom, there's a car in front of me, and I hit her. Okay. Oh, man, that's when bad. I say I hit her, when I say I hit her, she was crossing the intersection, and, and I think she was trying to beat me. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she... She was driving a new Malibu with temporary license. She just got it. And I hit her in the right rear tire, you know, right at the quarter panel tire. And I spun her out. And, and I, I, I look up, and there's a car there. And as soon as I see it, I mean, I hit the brakes because I had a little about four-foot skid marks. My, I overrode my anti-locks, I guess. And, but she spun all the way around and was facing the wrong direction. Like, it looked like an LAPD pit maneuver or something. and my truck is making all kinds of noise because my fan is now into my fan shroud if that makes sense to you mechanics out there yeah i I shut my i can i can follow along when i'm no mechanic but yeah okay okay. i shut my truck off immediately call the non-emergency number to police department because it's been you know it's been a long time but some numbers you never forget answer the phone and i'm sitting in the intersection i tell her we got a non-injury accident at this intersection and next thing i know this old woman is at my door saying we saw everything she was flying down the street and they fly down the street and they drive too fast and don't pay attention to them signs and i said okay and i and i and i wish oh, boy i wish her to her okay i'm on the phone to the police department because the police department's asking me all these question you know what kind of cars she's in what kind of car am i in what's my number what's my call you know just all this stuff so and and 
either the either the headset or my headset, there was an echo, so it was like I was giving all this description into an echo box. You know, white Malibu, 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 Malibu. <laughs> white just, GMC just pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. <laughs> just well, making this so you got the old lady in your ear, you got the yeah. echo in your and, ear. And then the, the old lady starts telling me that her husband's a retired fireman and her son's a cop and on and on and on. And I said, okay, hold on. So finally the police department says, we're going to work. She said, you sure nobody's hurt? And I said, well, the gal, the other person, I said, I don't know. I haven't talked to her, but she's standing out here on FaceTime with her phone. So I guess she could be on WebMD getting a, uh, an opinion, but I don't think. Uh, <laughs> so across the intersection is a big old shade tree. So I started my truck up and pulled up over into the shade. I just stopped and I sat in my truck. I didn't, I didn't get out of my truck for the longest time. But I got my window down so I can hear the gal that I was in the wreck with. Because she's, she's got this other gal on, I call it FaceTime. It could have been Skype or, you know, one of these software deals. Yeah. But I can hear the who she's talking is. She's telling this other person, well, I didn't see the yield signs because there's trees in the road. There's trees in the way. And then the other gal says, well, you tell the police that them yield signs are for him, not you. (laughs) 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 That's going to make all the difference in the world, right? Oh, yeah. Right then and there, you should just open up your checkbook and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sitting in my truck. And now I'm watching in my rear view, and here comes the old woman back. Now she's at my door, and then I look into my rear view, and now there's an old, what ends up being an old <laughs> retired fireman walking over there. He's got his, his, his union ball cap on that says International Association of Brotherhood of Firefighters or whatever it is, you know. And I'm watching him walk up, and she, the wife says, don't let him fool you. He's a lot faster than that. So he walks up to because I'm just sitting in the truck. He walks up the truck door and he says, how bad your truck? I said, I don't know. Something is hitting the, the radiator. The fan shroud's in the radiator. And uh, he said, well, start it up. Like, like he goes, second guess my diagnosis. So I started up and he goes, he goes, shut it off. So what? Oh, this is just. Oh God! So this I said it off. Huh? This is fantastic. Do what? I said this is this is fantastic, man. This is like then he like, says pop. He says pop the hood. <laughs> uh, pop the hood. Well, you're not leaking anything, so I get out and I'm standing up there with him. And here comes the cops, and they're in the you know one of them explorer things, you know, black and white. I mean, I'm in a you know fifty thousand person city, so I mean it's like real cops. And the old the, the, the old fireman watches him drive, and what he does is he drives up the street. He goes the direction I was coming from, makes a U-turn. He goes through all four ways of the intersection, if that makes sense, winding up behind her car. So you know he's trying to figure out what everybody's what everybody saw, whatever you know what the intersection is from his car before he ever gets out. You track yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. And why he's doing it, the fireman says, I don't remember what the guy's first name is. He said, that's Shad or Chad or Shane or something like that. And he says, 
He's got a little man syndrome real bad, so don't say too much to him, but he'll be okay. And what? Like, what, 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 what do you got to worry about? Somebody pulled out in front of me. Well, I, this, 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 this old man looking out for me. All so, right. Okay. This kid gets out, and, and he, he, he's short, but he's stout. I mean, he's got big old arms. And the first thing I noticed on his left forearm, he's got a big Marine Corps tattoo. Now, this is odd because when I was a cop, they didn't let you have tattoos, right? So, so, so I don't, you know, so I'm kind of in a, in a flux on my describing tattoos that some of these cops have now, because when I was a cop, you had to have all your teeth, no piercings and no tattoos. So, (laughs) so wait a second. (laughs) We've got lax on the teeth part now. Yes, you had to have, yeah, back when I started, you had to have all your teeth. So, so when you went to your physical and stuff if you were missing a tooth you had to you had to at police academy day you had to have a filler or a fake one or an implant or something but they were not going to let you walk out there and represent the community with missing a tooth <laughs> oh okay i guess times changed all right so so that's old school so he's got some he's got some tattoos and he just he looks like you called down Central Casting and, and said, I need a tough-looking cop. You know what I mean? And she Absolutely. immediately starts chirping to him. You know what I mean? And he's not saying nothing. He's writing a little bit. He gets her driver's license. He talks a little bit to her. And then comes over and gets my driver's license. He says, what happened? I said, well, I was just, he said, were you just, what was going on? I said, I was just driving up the street. And I looked up, boom. Okay, so you were driving. You weren't parked. And I said, no. I said, I left a couple skid marks. And he stops right there and looks right in my eyes and says, I'm a trained accident investigator. I know what skid marks look like. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, Yeah, rock on, brother, you know. And and he goes back and talks to her, and they get into it a little bit. He tells her to just shut the phone off because whoever's on the phone is trying to tell her side of the story to him. (laughs) Does that make sense? He's wanting to hear her side of the story, and she's wanting and to go else. home to tell her that side of the story, huh? Yeah. Well, maybe that's because she was on the phone with that girl while she blew Pat through the uh, yield time. More than likely. That, and so that person had a car shows up. So her friend, the one he's on the phone with, shows up. Oh, jeez. And she wants to get. Now I'm still underneath the shade tree, leaning up against my pickup truck with the fireman okay and and he calls us but the cop calls us both over there we exchange our information because he give us a little card to fill out had insurance stuff you know back in my day you filled it out and handed it to each other now they give you a blank piece of paper that's got some lines to fill out and and each driver fills out their own information so anyway i filled out all the blanks in mine so but when she handed me hers, it was missing some stuff. Okay. <laughs> but whatever. And he also gave her a ticket for failing to yield right away. And she went ballistic. So. <laughs> huh? Uh, I just, it's amazing. So that, she uh, went. Yeah. Go ahead. It's amazing what? 
It's just amazing right. having that kind of self-entitlement. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing that uh, you can blow past the yield sign and just not the one thing not be. I mean, did she ever once ask if you were okay? No, my God, no. I did. I asked her if she was okay, but she never asked me. So, anyhow. I had called for a tow truck almost immediately. You know, when I hung up the phone, police department in between the firemen walking up, I called, you know, cause I'm from here. I called the, the record that I wanted to come and get it, you know, flatbed my truck. And, uh, so my tow truck's pulling up and he comes over and says something, to the tow truck driver. And then she goes again, she goes, hold on, hold on officer. I know what happened now. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> okay and she tells him another story and he says well now a while ago you told me because well i guess the original story was i was parked i was stopped and then i as she was driving by i just hit the gas and jumped in front of her oh and for god's sake you know, and hit her and then she was saying well i want you to measure his skid marks because he was flying up the street and his cop says well a while ago you told me he was stopped now you tell me he's flying up the street well, it's a good thing that guy was a trained accident investigator. Yeah. I, well, hey, it gets better than that because he comes back and squares me away a second. So he goes and talks to the witnesses, the old people that was getting out of the van and the firemen yeah. that, you know, that was sitting there helping his wife and this other guy get out of the van. So as he's over there talking to him, this other driver, she says, why the hell are you talking to them? Ain't none of the damn business. They didn't see nothing. <laughs> well, she's just trying to run the show out there, ain't she? Yeah. So, I'm standing there while the tow truck guy's loading up my truck, and the fireman got done talking to him, and he came over with a bottle of Coke, you know, one of them little baby bottles, you know, it's like eight ounces or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He said, can I, you know, he brought two, one for me, and he's going to give the cop one. The cop says, I can't take it now or something, you know, because he knew my name because this, the fireman's kid's a cop, right? So mm -hmm. I guess the cop knew who he was or whatever. So the a tow truck shows up for her. They're loading her stuff up. Now they're loading my stuff up. They haul her car away. She gets in the car with the friend of hers that showed up, and they leave. So then the cop walks over, takes the Coke, and is standing there, and I forgot what he said. He said something, and I retorted back something about the accident. I don't remember what it was. It was something meaningless you know what i mean like they were stop signs when i was a kid now the yield signs or something like that and he looks at me again real straight faced and he said he said i'm a trained accident uh reconstructionist i know what the, the traffic control devices are some bullshit like that so, uh, yeah, cool. so the guy so the guy had no personality None whatsoever. And I said, how long have you been a cop? And he said, 14 years. I said, I, get, I used to. I don't anymore. <laughs> and I said, what are you doing in the Marine Corps? And he goes, how would you know I was in the Marine Corps? Oh, boy. Now you're on his radar, man. I said, yeah. well, you know, I, the, the globe and anchor tattoo on your arm kind of gave, gave it away. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I got. I have one. I have one prediction here. Is that this cop uh, twenty years from now will not be a uh, 
podcast host telling fantastic stories about his days. As know, a, yeah. Hey, so this is the best. So my insurance calls me. So I got her. I, she gave me her, uh, her 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 policy number, but didn't tell me who the policy was with. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So there's nobody for me to call, right? So the next day, my phone rings, and it's it's her insurance, um, Progressive. And they say, hey, you know, we're looking for so-and-so. I said, yeah, this is me. Well, you were involved in an accident? I said, yeah, sure was. Well, our insured so-and-so. And I said, okay. So can you tell us what happened? And I said, yeah, I'm telling them, kind of telling them. The abbreviated version of what I just told you guys. Okay. Well, is there anything else you think we ought to know? I said, yeah, you know, there's traffic control devices. She failed to yield and she got a citation. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, have you called your insurance? And I said, no. Well, why not? And I said, well, because I didn't, you know, I was going to wait till the police report was done because she gave me her policy number, didn't know who was with. And, and, you know, when I was standing there with them, I did not feel comfortable confronting her about, about her lack of information on the form when I knew I was going to get my information in the police report in a couple of days, right? Mm-hmm. I, I understand said, well, that. You should call your insurance? And I said, well, and tell them what? I was in a wreck with this woman that couldn't fill out a freaking shared information form? <laughs> you know? <laughs> she didn't even put her, her freaking name on it. She wow. put her insurance policy, one, two, three, four, whatever. Sounds then, to me like she's constantly trying to calculate on ways that she can uh, get know. out so of within, it. Hey, within about 30 minutes, my insurance calls and says, we've received a claim on your policy for an accident. I said, a claim for me? Yeah. Okay, well, what happened? I'm telling them what happened. And they said, okay, well, she's saying it's your fault. And I said, I don't care what she says. What do you mean you don't care what it says? And I said, I know what the police report's going to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna. We're, uh, I said she got a ticket, so I know what the judge is gonna say, right? Right. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna leave this in limbo until uh, we get the police report, and they said it's gonna be a week, five to three to five business days, or five to seven business days, whatever it was. And I said okay, and they said well, but they've got she's got a problem with with coverage, and I said when and and I'm sorry. When her insurance called me first, they said something about her coverage. She's got insurance, but they have problems. They don't know if they're going to extend her coverage. And that's a term in the insurance world. It means they don't know if they're going to pay for the loss, right? So the short version is this, fellas. She was driving her car either because her insurance person told me it was either Uber, Uber Eats, or DoorDash, one of the three. But she said she couldn't tell me which of the three. Oh, gosh. And she didn't have a commercial endorsement, so they're going to – they denied her – they're denying me my claim on my truck because even though she's at fault, she didn't have the endorsement for using her car to make money. So they're saying no. So, so on that note, you're going to get screwed for minding your own business, obeying the law because somebody else couldn't do the right thing. You know, part of me, part of me, I thought that for a few hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so and then and then her her insurance called me and formally gave me their decision that they don't care what the police report says they're not going to pay for my truck. And I said, okay, you know, and 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 you know, I, I 
the gal said, well, now what are you going to do? Are you going to try to go back on your box? I said, you know, I just got liability on my truck. I mean, it's a pretty nice truck, but I just have liability on it. It's a long story, but I never, when I bought it, I was going to switch possible coverage from my old truck to my new truck. I just never did. I added, I bought my truck before I sold my old truck. So instead of switching, I added it, I added it and I just never, whatever. And I said, you know, I, I have fortunate enough to have the resources to fix it that, you know, maybe I should just thank the Lord that, right? That, mm. that, that you know. I, th- I, I think the say, I think the, the real uh, gold nugget in this is that her, she, her insurance is definitely not going to pay her. Yeah, her. So, so she's out of car and you, you'll be right. Absolutely. So, 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 which is another reason. So technically I can go down to the, driver's license place and file this claim and they give her 90 days to pay my damages or they're going to suspend her license and 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 do all this rigmarole uh but you know she's got to worry about capital one or whoever financed her car right so they're really going to harass her unlike me and and as i think i told you earlier this morning you know uh my lawyer buddy called me about something different and he said well you know i'm telling him the kind of story and i said you know I got about twelve, fifteen hundred dollars of damage on my truck, and and if I went and filled out all that paperwork to try to lean on this poor chick that's clueless, okay, it would just it would put me in a bad mood the entire time. Filling out the paperwork, getting it notarized, going down to the license bureau, I would just be in a mad mad for days. Yeah, I would be too. And, I understand. And I said, you know, I, I've just decided it's not worth it to be mad for days over this little fender bender, right? Well, let's let's just look at it this way. Number one, thank God they did not realize the celebrity they were in the presence of. Cause That's right. She could have been like, oh, my neck, my arm, yeah. I'm suing. Um, number two, it gave you a great story, <laughs> no matter uh, no matter if the outcome wasn't so great for, for you. But it, 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 yeah, I'm sure it's a story that everybody listening can relate to. So, and number three, she has no clue that we're talking about her. All over the people all over the world are going to know, know yeah, what a terrible right. you. <laughs> well, I, and I don't necessarily necessarily say she's terrible. Is the fact that she is of a hey, different I, generation. I hate to sound like my dad or my grandparents, but she is of a generation that doesn't even know what a yield sign is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that for a second. Well, I'm going to go, listen, there's nothing dumber than the state highway or county highway uh, road departments taking out a stop sign and putting it, you know, or a, or a traffic light or something that's always been there and replacing it with a yield or, or something like that. Well, or down a here they, roundabout, you know, that's the thing now. I, they're, they yeah. want you to feel like you're in Europe. They got these roundabouts in these places now, and it's like... Really? Those things are dumb as I don't know what. Roundabouts are great, man. No, they're not. Oh, they They are far from it. They are great. They've caused more accidents already than than they're worth. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We're going to go up and find one, and we're just going to drive around. (laughs) And not all roundabouts are created equal. No. Because if you're driving in Europe, the roundabouts be two, three. Sometimes in India, I've been in roundabouts four lanes. Okay. Oh, that would not be good. 
That would not be good. But we got these like micro roundabouts. They're barely big enough to get your car around. You know what I mean? And it's just, and then everybody wants to stop, and everybody wants to. It's just some of them turn. Then we've got one down here by my house that's a painted roundabout. So they made the roundabout, but instead of having a berm in the middle to keep people from crossing the middle, they painted it yellow. Right? <laughs> no, that. Okay. So, no, so it's okay. like a five way no, intersection or three way. I don't even what. Let me think one, two, three. It's a three way roundabout. It's a three way intersection, but that everybody just drives through the middle. Okay. Sure. Like me, I drive right across the yellow because that yellow does not. Deter my <laughs> tires on my pickup, but there's some people that, by gosh, they're going to stay in that nine foot of asphalt outside the yellow. So, which makes it even worse because now you got one dude who wants to drive around the outside, and the other two people all want to cut across to go the direction they want. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I will uh, we'll, we'll 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 end this episode because. A little behind the scenes. I'm actually on my lunch break at the post office recording this. So, you know, we got to do what we got to do to bring to bring entertainment to the masses. So, so are I, you? Go ahead. So, uh, so I'm glad that we could uh, squeeze some time and hear that story. And I'm glad. Hey, and I'm glad that you're okay. Hey, next action. week. Hey, next week we're gonna have car crash special because I'm gonna talk. I got a couple good car crash stories. We just didn't have right. time to do them. Good. So, we'll be looking forward right. to it. All right. We're looking for the car crash. Because, you know, we thought about the car crash uh, donation jar to help you, uh, virtual donation jar to help you pay for your uh, damages on your truck. That's uh, right. Well, I wanted to do the T-shirt that says uh, yield signs are for you. Because <laughs> you know? I know uh, my Howler audience don't yield to nobody. We're full of speed ahead. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, I can't wait till next week's episode for the car crash special. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope none of us have another story to add to that pot. Between. <laughs> All right. Stay safe, everybody. Okay. See, yep, see ya. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot com or Contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows. And tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.